0: Hey guys, and welcome to episode 18 of Low Key. Today's episode is sponsored by Justin's. Justin's creates a nutter butter that's organic, rich, and creamy, with flavors like honey, hazelnut, vanilla, and my personal favorite, chocolate. And for all of you with a sweet tooth, they have peanut butter cups that you cannot resist, believe me. So go go visit Justin's on their website or Instagram and get yourself some tasty treats. Now with further ado, Cool Ray Cafe with Bart Ray from Cool Ray Cafe, let's get this started. Hey guys and welcome to another episode of Low Key. I am here with Bart Ray from Cool Ray's Cafe, and I'm very I'm enjoying the atmosphere in his house. It's very cozy, very very neat. How you doing? Good. How are you, man? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, let Let's start off with how um what's the
1: story of
0: of Cool Ray and what what is Cool Ray Cafe?
1: It is a neat story um, the wife and I both are coffee uh, coffee snobs well we love going to coffee shops and hanging out and drinking good coffee and about four years ago we were driving through the neighborhood wanting a good cup of coffee and there's none in Tulsa where we live and uh, we did not want to drive downtown so the wife says why don't they have a coffee truck that goes through the neighborhoods kind of like the uh, in the summertime when you see the the ice cream trucks. And I said, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be, yeah. And uh, so I got online, started looking for coffee trucks in Tulsa. There's none, they, then there was none. Mm-hmm. Um, the only place you could buy coffee was go to Starbucks or Hodges Bend or um, the Mayo, Topeka. So I got online, started looking for uh, food trucks that did coffee in other cities and I found several. Uh, mostly on the West Coast and East Coast, but none in uh, Oklahoma, none in in uh, the Tulsa area. So um, then we got to shopping for food trucks. Um, they were too expensive for us because it was just going to be a hobby. So yeah. we found a, a guy in Muskogee that had a food truck that he sold hot dogs out of. So it was bare bones. Mm. did have nothing in it. Uh, barely had counter, had uh, the three sinks. Uh, it wasn't legal in Tulsa, um, but he, it was cheap. So we bought it and uh, built it, um, built the espresso bar. Um, um, we we, we love being baristas. We took training from Topeka and uh, have fun doing it. The second reason we started it was to get our tail ends off the couch uh, from watching TV, uh, we used to play a lot of golf. We couldn't play anymore because of uh, Vicky's uh, bad knees, so we thought this would be something that would force us to get up and do something. And and we had um, our kids. We wanted to do something they would maybe enjoy doing, and mm-hmm. they have. They've helped us. And then we've had friends that have that have uh, embraced it. One of our good friends actually managed Agora. Um, several years ago and we went and helped him and he was one of our first baristas Uh, david dotson's another trained barista that we've got and uh, we just enjoy going out hanging out with him talking and Mm. and doing stupid things the third reason we did it is um not really a um intentional ministry but a unintentional ministry in the fact that we just want to meet people and just love on them and have a good time and and uh, if we can help them we can and, and we've been able to do do some of that hmm. so that's that's kind of the the basics for why we started it yeah that that's cool what uh what so
0: so your main thing was because of coffee oh yeah so why why do you love why do you love coffee so much or why do you and your wife love coffee so much
1: <laughs> well I, I grew up drinking coffee she did too and we we always drink uh, bitter coffee. Um, I didn't know that then. Yeah. Folgers. Um, nothing against Folgers if you're a Folgers lover. I mean, I got a friend that says there's no, co- there's no bad coffee. All coffee's good. Well, some coffees are better than others. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when Topeka started uh, in Tulsa ooh, six-ish, seven-ish years ago, I worked downtown and I started hanging out at uh, the Mayo where they started, and the, back then the mail wasn't even, was even a hotel yet. It was, it was just a peck in that one corner, and there was nothing else in that building. They were wow. building it, and I'd go in there on my lunch hour and drink coffee, and got to meet the owners and a bunch of the baristas, and they trained me on what coffee should taste like. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then from then on, I just started going to Nordagios or Double Shot or just any of the coffee shops that's in the downtown area, and there's a bunch of them now. A um, long time ago, it was just a pecca. But, uh, so I learned what, it's kind of like a, a wine or a, a good um, food, you know, once you learn what it's supposed to taste like, it's hard to go back and, I can't drink Folgers now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it is hard. I, I, I did the same thing once I worked at Foolish Things. I never knew. And then, and then I, um, that I met James, mm-hmm. and he taught me what coffee was. That um, but I drank coffee, and it 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 changed my um, perspective on coffee. Um, what what the Tulsa scene has changed so much in um, in the coffee scene. Like,
1: have you seen it grown, and, and what do you think of it right now? I think it's cool. I've never been to a city that had a lot of coffee shops. So when I first saw it happening, I thought, well, it's going to dilute, dilute the, uh, the town and, and it's going to suffer, but um, it hasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go into uh, Foolish Things or Owl or uh, uh any of them, uh, and they're, they're busy. Uh, the one thing I have noticed in the evolution of coffee shops in Tulsa is they all went, most of them all went from serving just coffee to now, they offer either baked goods or a breakfast or lunch, um, and then some like uh, Camara. They've always been more of a food with coffee as the sideline, but still good coffee. Uh, so that's that's the one thing I've noticed. And then um, our son moved to Portland, and there's coffee shops on every corner. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, so that opened my eyes that if people like good coffee, um, I don't think um, I don't think you can dilute. Uh, the town as long as they support the coffee shops so mm-hmm. that's the two things that i've noticed
0: that's
1: cool so is your is your
0: core with 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 cool rays is your core thing coffee or do you do coffee and another
1: good question because we started out just like the other coffee shops with the intention of just doing drinks just doing coffee and lattes and uh, americanos and espresso shots and and um uh, Italian sodas and, and hot chocolate, stuff like that. But we've learned that people always want something with their coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just natural to drink, drink uh, when you're drinking coffee to have a cookie or a brownie. Or so we have. We have gotten real good on the baked side of um, our business. Uh, there's times when we do a food truck event and we're the only ones there, and they want food. Yeah. So we can do food. Uh, we're not. Um, it's not our specialty. Yeah, uh, but we can do uh, Indian baked bread tacos, walking tacos. Mm. Uh, we we do real good breakfast burritos, real good breakfast street tacos. Uh, in fact, we did an event a couple three weeks ago with uh, the protein was uh, bacon, sausage, and spam. Dang! And we sold That's more spam <laughs> as uh, and, and they're made to order. So we sold more spam burritos and in, and uh, breakfast street tacos than we did anything. It's kind of really cool. wow. That's if you never had spam, don't knock it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I mean I've tried spam. I'm just I'm just intrigued that people like loved spam. It's crazy. I th- I think just because it was different, they wanted to try it. One guy I mean he loves spam, so that's he wanted a big old spam breakfast burrito, so and we fry it too. It's not just straight out of the can, so it's it's fried and that's heated awesome. up real good. Yeah, one of my favorite things
0: that you guys do is the ice cream sandwiches. Oh kasamis.
1: Uh, yeah. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about the Kasamis? Well, the Kasamis is actually another business, kind of like Danger Cats. Okay. That we don't own, but we buy from Kasamis and sell them off our truck. I did not know that. Yeah, So and we tried to sell Danger Cats too, but every almost every event we go to, we can't sell bottled uh, drinks. we got to sell canned drinks or pour it out of the bottle. Yeah. And you kind of lose the, I don't know, the... Uh, the mystery behind drinking out of danger cats have a bottle yeah but our daughter is actually the one that uh, that started kasami's and uh, she wanted to start her own little business so she went to kitchen 66 oh. uh, went through the program to the point where um, they couldn't help her no more because they didn't have an ice cream machine and mm. they still don't uh, and we've talked to the Ellison since then and and at some point they may buy one but uh, now she's She's past. I mean, she's launched. She's, she's, kicking butt and taking names, uh, but we sell out almost every time we we bring them out on the truck. But uh, that's her. That's her. Uh, you'll have to do another podcast with Cassie on that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, w- I will definitely. <laughs> I didn't know that, <laughs> but I love those those little ice cream sandwiches. They're fantastic, and I know my roommates absolutely love them too as well. We, uh, we, we kept
1: ta- warning her that we're going to sell her the food truck and let her sell cassandras, <laughs> but she sells us most of the time. That's <laughs> especially awesome, especially in the summer. What what is your personal
0: favorite um, drink out of in coffee or an espresso drink?
1: You know that, that espresso is um, is good. Don't get me wrong. I like a good espresso. Good espresso. I don't like a bitter. I don't like people that don't do espresso justice. Uh, they don't know how to pull a shot. And sometimes so I've made my wife mad, go out of town, and, and I'll ask the, the barista if I can give them some of my knowledge. Sometimes they take it. Sometimes they they don't want it. So and that's fine. But I'm not a big espresso drinker. I'm a coffee drinker. Yeah. I love naturals. Uh, if somebody has a, um, a uh, as long as it's roasted correctly, if somebody has a, a coffee that's been um, processed in the natural with it with the cherry and everything on it and dried that way man you can't you can't beat that yeah topeka has one called Artie that i love oh Artie's really good um there's one out of uh arkansas it's onyx and they have one that's that's a, a natural and i can't remember the name of it now i think it's from panama hmm. uh but it's real good uh double shot has uh has one that's a natural and I'm, it starts with an M. I'm losing the name of it too, <laughs> uh, but if it's on their uh, board, that's what I get. Uh, so anything with a natural, with the with the uh, fruit citrus taste, uh, but I like all coffees. I like tasting, uh, just just be different. Yeah, every
0: every sip, I guess, is what some people would say is a journey. Yeah. So or a mystery. Is there is there any like region that you love to to drink from?
1: Or man that's I know there's there's so many. Yeah, and and again, uh, if it's Topeka, um, they do their own coffees really well. Uh, they do the Ethiopians, they really well. So it, it's probably more on the roaster than the region mm-hmm. because I've had other coffees, and I won't name the coffee shops where they can take a really good coffee bean and over roast it. Yeah, uh, and if it's if, if it goes too far past or even into that second crack on the beans, you can tell it's got it's it takes away the um, the journey the flavor profile. It, it's more of a it's burnt. Uh, if I see coffee beans that are oily, I don't get it. If, you know, if they're in their uh, the, the espresso grinder and it's oily, no, I'm not getting their espresso because that tells me they went too far in their roasting. So. The region, if, if it's a good roaster, Ethiopia, uh, Panama, I love Panama. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Salvador, uh, of course, I'm, I'm a little prejudiced uh, because <laughs> that's... Uh, Topeka does a good job roasting, and Jesse down there does, does a real good job. Um, Onyx has some good coffees. In fact, they've got one out of... Uh, I think it's out of Ethiopia that... Uh, foolish things has every now and then it's really good Hmm. Uh, and it's not a natural it's a washed but it still still has the profile to it so uh, you know I'll stick with natural as long as it's roasted correctly it's my Hmm. favorite that's awesome
0: well I think we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back we're gonna make some coffee and we'll be back let's do it we are back and we are drinking some delicious coffee i am drinking a german chocolate cake german chocolate cake latte latte yeah mocha (laughs) mocha with coconut yeah it is it is quite the treat um especially for this time of year in december it just makes me feel warm and cozy Mm -hmm. inside um, and are you drinking something as well?
1: Uh, I'm drinking kind of my own blend. Uh, it's, I buy um, a Golden Driller okay. from Topeka, and then I'll mix uh, Manzano or a Santa Ana or Aya Topeka with it. Uh, the, the Manzano gives it a little bit of the fruitiness that I like. Uh, so this particular one has a little bit of the Manzano in it. So Okay. It's, it's not bad.
0: Okay, that's cool. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, um, what drives and motivates you to do Cool Ray? Wow. Um,
1: well, to be honest with you, um, we're, we're coffee nerds, uh, coffee snobs. So, um, it's kind of a, um, I don't know if you want to call it a status deal, but to say I've got my own stinking espresso machine Mm -hmm. and it's a Larmazocco linea two group, um, to most people, they go wow. You know, I'd <laughs> yeah. love to have one of those in in my house, uh, but that's not what drives us to do the, the food truck. I think the biggest thing is um, the wife and I want to do something together, yeah. and it's something that we both like. We both have a passion for coffee and people, and that's uh, a good good mix. Yeah, that is really cool.
0: What do you at as as a small micro business owner food truck Coffee owner. <laughs> That's a lot in there. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 do you love about being in that position um, or just being a barista?
1: You know, um, being a barista is cool. Yeah. To know how to do, uh, try to do latte art. And when it comes out looking good, you you know, uh, I know people just buy it to drink, but it still looks cool when you do latte art. But really, after we got into the, the business, the, the food truck community has... Uh, has been great. Um, we have some neat people that sell and produce some really good food. Uh, in fact, I would put food truck food up against any restaurant in Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, for a fact, uh, well, food trucks are inspected more than restaurants, hmm. so they're clean. Um, the The chefs at some of these food trucks are just amazing. Uh, Chef Terry, um, Jeff, um, Robert and Chad, I mean, I can just name several chefs that are, that are well-trained and are good and uh, put out some really good products. So we've, we've become good friends and kind of our own little, little world, our own little community. Um, and we get together, no, uh, we get together every now and then just to say hi and share ideas and share venues that we've been to that worked and didn't work. And, and we'll always uh, recommend one another uh, for different venues. Um, hmm. in fact, uh, uh, there's, we're not the only coffee truck in Tulsa anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, uh, well, a little bit disappointed, but we knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, we have recommended them, uh, if somebody's called us and wanting us to do an event because we both work or, and it's just a part-time, uh, job. Uh, we've, we've, uh, Shared their name and and have gotten really good feedback from the people that use them. So we're we're glad that they're uh, they're doing good. It's a full time job for them. Yeah. So that's their livelihood, and uh, and they're doing good. It's called the Traveling Bean. Hmm. Uh, be be a good podcast for you to uh, to do one of these days. I
0: I think I've seen them around. I haven't. I mean, I've I've noticed them, but I haven't I haven't been. They're good folks. Yeah. Yeah. So I will have to check them out. What what's speaking of like food trucks and whatnot. Um, what separates you guys from other food trucks or, is, or the difference a little bit?
1: Uh, the biggest difference is, is, like I said, we're part-time. Yeah. So we're not out there beating the bushes, trying to get venues. We turn down more venues than we do. Uh, the other food trucks, it's their job. It's their livelihood. So they're beating the bushes, trying to get... Uh, places to park, um, and some of them are quite successful. Some of them are doing real good. Some of them already have brick and mortars. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started out with food truck. Mosses started out food truck. Now they're going to have. Well, they're up to two. I think they're going to have the third one. So, uh, Lone Wolf is another big one that's um, started food truck, and now they've got brick and mortars. Um, uh, Mr. Nice Guys. So, um, the biggest difference is that. Another difference is we um we pride ourselves on doing good coffee good espresso mm-hmm. but our our biggest um influence is not so much on uh, making a lot of money but on building the relationships with the people we meet uh at the venues we go to we've made some really good friends uh persimmon hollow uh we can go out there and, and we know almost every every vendor out there now because we've been there and wow. they know us and and Joe and, and uh, Chris Armstrong uh, on, on Arnie's Bar. Um, great people, we've got to know them real good. Robert and Chad with Masa. We we love hanging out with them, they're crazy. They're cool, uh, but yeah. they're, they're nice guys, yeah. Uh, uh, Rob Stewart over at Camara, and, and uh, Ian, and Jesse, and and um, the group at, at Topeka. Um, we just love hanging out with people and making new friends. and how we met you. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I just decided to one day go to the food truck with a guy you know, David yeah. Dotson, and then I tried a Kasami, which was fantastic, and <laughs> I I think I drank a cappuccino from your truck, and I thought it was fantastic. So, and that's exactly okay. how I met you guys. What can you explain to us a little bit about like the ministry side of
1: what you oh, guys okay. do? Yeah. Um, we originally thought the ministry side would be. More um, our friends, mm-hmm. the David Dotsons, uh, the Wade Charlottes, the David Knuckles, uh, our kids, uh, people we already knew that we would we would provide a place that we could all kind of come together and then and have fun and show uh, people we meet that you know we uh, for one we're believers. Yeah. And we want to show that same love to to others that Christ showed us. So, we tried to do that, but in 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 our intent and what's happened, it's been mostly um, uh, we've built relationships with people we meet. Um, yeah, we've we've seen that grow just as much, if not more, than the people we already knew. Uh, there's a lot of people now we could call our friends, and they know that. That we uh, do a good product and they know that they can trust us and that we got integrity. And and that's why they keep calling us back and keep asking us to come back. And that makes you feel good. So that's kind of a microcosm of our ministry. Uh, But uh, we've done events where we've given monies back. Uh, I know that's kind of, I'd rather do something for somebody than money at them but yeah it it happens and we've done that and uh, it makes you feel good that you can you can help some other someone else's ministry Mm. so uh, coffee bunkers one of
0: um can you can you just tell me like some specialty drinks that you guys have or anything that's on your menu Um.
1: Uh, specialty drinks uh, we we always have done a good espresso we've always done good Americanos we always do good coffee we have started doing um, Italian sodas that have started to to uh, to sell pretty well. So you you create those year? Uh, library. it's a recipe. Yeah, okay. it's it's nothing we've created, but we take the recipes and mix them to order. Uh, one drink that we surprised ourselves with this past year that's really sold well was root beer floats. Oh, uh, Kasami's, uh brand ice cream homemade ice cream with root beer is amazing mm. and we have sold a ton of it. In fact, at one event we went back to the store twice to buy more root beer just so we could sell the uh, the root beer float. So that's been a surprise. We also do a, a smoothie or a milk shake. We call it <laughs> because we don't we don't use a smoothie mix. We we have our own recipe that involves Kasami's ice cream. Hmm. So we try to we try to use our product in as many things as we can. So it's all fresh. It's all local. It's nothing that we go to Sam's and buy ice cream for. Uh, but the milkshake was a seller, especially at the peach, uh, the Porter Peach Festival. Hmm. Uh, we did a peach milkshake, and we, we run ran out of peaches. Of course, we were lucky. We were at the <laughs> yeah at that. the orchard, so we just bought more peaches that um, we were making them as fast as we can. Uh, so that was a, a maybe a one-time specialty drink that went good, but it's milkshakes at other places that went well in, in different flavors, uh, strawberry and chocolate, and uh, strawberry banana was a good one. Um, mm-hmm. So, but still coffee is probably gonna be the, the, the biggest seller, coffee and lattes. Um, and lattes, it varies. One event you might sell a ton, ton of uh, vanilla or uh, caramel or um, maple maple spice is a good sell this time of year especially. Yeah. Uh, so it just depends on the event and what's what's the best deal. But overall, overarching this this year, it's been the root beer float. Yeah. Is is pumpkin?
0: I feel like is pumpkin spice a December thing or did, does it? Is it, is it only in November and October? Well,
1: we sell it, but this year we didn't... I mean, we bought a fresh bottle of it, and I don't think we've sold two or three pumps out of the maple. Spice was a good seller. Um, amaretto's been... Hazelnut's been good this fall. Um, you just can't figure people out. <laughs> yeah. You know what you think? Sold last year, and you take it to an event. It doesn't sell this year, so... Hmm. You
0: just never know.
1: Yeah. Um, what... What would you,
0: what advice would you give to any micro or small business or food truck owner? And again, there's so many things with your... Yeah. Um, but what would you say to them about starting something
1: like this? I've I've had this conversation recently with uh, the Traveling Bean, the new... Uh, they're actually a food truck and they've got an espresso machine. Um, and I told them that I've learned a lot over the last four years. Uh, if I knew now what, if I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have bought uh, maybe the size of equipment that I've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, our truck is 220 volt, and that hinders us from some events. Uh, another reason 220 is is a negative is our generator has to be so big and it's stinking loud. Um, most food trucks are 110, so they can use a smaller generator and and it's quieter. Um, So the biggest thing I would tell somebody that's starting uh, any food truck is research the fire out of it. I was at at a um, point where I didn't have no one to really talk to Mm -hmm. uh, other than coffee shops. Of course, their feedback was from a coffee shop standpoint, not a food truck. Um, But if I was starting a food truck, I'd find somebody that's doing similar yeah product and and there's no one in Tulsa there's no food truck that I know of that's not willing to help somebody start Uh, I will say this too though I've known a lot of food trucks four years ago that we become friends with and they're no longer in business Hmm. so it's tough it's it's not a um, it's not one of these uh, gold at the end of the rainbow type businesses it's work yeah Um, so if you're willing to spend 60 80 hours a week pushing your product you, you'll you'll make it but if if you don't have that much time it's it's like us it's a hobby
0: yeah which which the the food food truck industry i think from in the past to now has boomed for some reason but um which is cool people like things more mobile and and uh eating on the on the go more so than kind of fast food restaurants and stuff like that yeah. and because food trucks are becoming more cleaner too as well like you said earlier, people are inspecting them a lot harder, mm-hmm. um, but it's just a really cool thing to see because you're getting all these small, unique foods that you never know. Especially like lone wolf, like mm-hmm. I've I've never experienced Vietnamese food yeah. until I until I I ate one of their foods. kimchi. Yeah. yeah. So like their banh mi or their mm. kimchi fries, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really cool and. I think it's really cool, but there's a lot of work oh, yeah.
1: that goes into it. I wouldn't know, but I know you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and because, um, because we don't leave all of our stuff on the trailer for every event, um, and because we don't do something every day, uh, we unload the trailer, and, and that's work, which if we didn't have to do that, it wouldn't be so much, but preparing the food is the biggest work, prepping. Mm-hmm. Uh, some places, when you get there, we can prep some of our food, but when you bake something, our, our convection oven on the trailer is not big enough to cook a lot of food at once. Uh, if we ever did this full time, we would have to rent space Yeah. Uh, at, a, at a, a local restaurant. And we can do that. I mean, we have a commissary now that we can use, but we're not busy enough to get in their way while they're cooking. Uh, we can right now do it on our own trailer but. Uh, there's a lot of lot of good with food trucks. Um, I thought for a time it might be a fad, but it's not stopping.
0: Yeah, it just keeps going. Um, was it easy coming up with your name? Because the the name I feel like for business is a is an interesting part um,
1: to to deal with. Um, Yes, it was hard. The name and the logo. Uh, okay. We spent more time doing that probably than building the food truck. Okay. Uh, we didn't want anyone to think that we were a food truck. We wanted to make sure they knew we were a coffee shop. We didn't want to be uh, just any name. We wanted to be a name that was that was recognized. Uh, cool Ray was my nickname in college. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and the triple C's, it just kind of went with it. Um so, yeah, it's, it's and we've researched it. There's no other name out in, in the whole USA that we could find. that was Cool Ray Coffee Cafe. Um, the logo, we hired a guy. Um, no, it's back up. David Knuckles, one of our baristas, drew it out on a napkin first. He said, Cool Ray, and he just started drawing the, the rays over a cup. He said, that'd be cool. And then we took that idea to a, uh, a guy at Acroant. Um, anyway, it's a place here in town. Hmm. Um, <laughs> anyway, and he drew out several different uh, logos with that idea and then made some of, some of his own, uh, like 10 or 15. And we shopped it. We sent it to every person we knew and told them to pick the top three. And it kept coming back to the logo we picked, uh, which is 11 different colors. So when you go to have it printed, they look at you kind of stupid-like, and can we do it in seven? I said, I don't care. Just you know. <laughs> uh, In fact, we had it painted on the food truck, and I think she only used four or five different colors. But you, unless you're an artist, you, you would never know that it was, it was not 11 different shades of red or whatever it is. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's important to have a, a name uh, I mean, Lone Wolf, you know, yeah, that's that's a cool name. Uh, uh Mister Nice Guys, it's a cool name. So we want to be, be like them
0: too. <laughs> yeah. Would you do you have any? Was there any weird names that you guys
1: encountered? Oh boy, it's been so long ago. Um, I honestly don't remember what other names we came up with. I could probably go. Back through all my notes when we started and and find them but off the top of my head i don't <laughs> I don't even remember yeah, um, and in fact, I've still got all the different logos too somewhere uh, but yeah it, it it was unique to us, and so we I think it was pretty quick that we came with a name
0: yeah that's cool that's awesome did
1: uh how long have you guys been around actually, we started. We bought the trailer in May of 2013. So this May will be four years with the trailer. Now the trailer wasn't legal. City of Tulsa had to do a lot of work to it. Uh, It wasn't legal to sell out of until um, August. So August of next year will be four years old officially selling, but as far as licensed company, it was May of hmm. 2013, so we'll be, we'll be four years old in May. That's cool. You can have a celebration party or anything. You know, at the one year we didn't, so I doubt if we do it the four <laughs> year. We might at the five year. Yeah, that'd be we cool. Might, might throw a party somewhere and, and uh, do a latte art contest or something. That'd be cool. No one's that'd done cool. that out of a food truck yet. Yeah. Or uh, you could do it in this little space, but... Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> years ago, Topeka did it with cameras. And I've always wanted to do it on the food truck with, with a camera inside because it would be easy to do because it's small space. Yeah. And make them do their art in a certain area and, and uh, people outside could watch on a, on a TV. So we'll see. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be interesting to James see. James might win one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
0: Um, what, are, what are ways people can find you, support you, um, or just see where you guys are are see what you're
1: doing great question right now we just started uh as food truck owners a a um, tulsa food truck scene um so if you go on um, facebook and type that out you can see where food trucks are at every day that's cool Uh, you can follow us uh, cool ray coffee cafe on on instagram twitter and facebook um Right now, that's the only way we do it, uh, except through the the food truck scene. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Well, uh, I'm honored and
0: great that you're that you've been on the low key podcast, and this tasty latte has been fantastic, and I'm almost finished with it. But it's been a treat to have you on and um, hear your story and listen to you, and I hope the fans also love
1: um, this conversation that we had. Thanks, Matt. This has been more fun than. Uh, Than I thought it would be. I might have to give in and give up the food truck for a podcast. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I'll see you later, man. Thanks,
1: man. See you guys
0: later. Thanks again, guys, for listening to the Low Key Podcast. Now, again, would love for you guys to follow and check out Cool Ray Cafe. If you ever find them at any event, Go check them out, try their coffee, go say hey, and uh, follow them on Instagram, like them on Facebook, and go check out what they're doing. just want to thank them again for being on the Low-Key Podcast, and want to thank you guys again just for listening. Guys, um, subscribe to us, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, go check out what we're doing on our website at lowkeypodcast.com. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Go write reviews and check out what we're doing. There's going to be a couple giveaways coming up that you won't want to miss. It's going to be cool stuff. All right. Have a good evening, guys, or day, or afternoon.